Welcome to Not Another Magic Pod. And welcome back to your favorite podcast, Not Another Magic Pod, with your hosts, Josh and Devante. Devante, I'm going to ask you a question first and foremost. What's up, Josh? Are the magic getting good? I don't want to jump to conclusions, but I don't know if you've seen this past, what, six games? When is, when is the last time we had like a winning homestand? Was I, it Steve Clifford era? It had to be, right? Probably one of those playoff years, but I really can't remember. And I, I know for sure it wasn't any time this season. Yeah. Uh, it's, it feels like it's been a while and it's only been one season. Well, two seasons, really, that we've been bad, bad, bad. Yeah, I'm kind of getting used to it. I mean, it's really like we had two seasons out of the last, like, ten that were actually decent. Yeah, but even though we suck, like, still watching the games, I still get heartbroken every time we lose, and I have no idea why. Because I still, I want us to win, but then I want us to lose at the same time. Is that, I feel like that's how the most of the fan base is, to be honest. Well, when you're a real fan, you're attached to the team, and in sports, no one wants to lose. You're you're a competitor. That's why you enjoy sports. So of course you're gonna want the magic to win. Exactly. But then the other piece of me that wants him to lose is just in hopes that we get another piece so that we can win in the future. That's the front office side of you. That's, yeah. That's not the fan. That's the... <laughs> exactly. So so talk to us about this these last. Let's do six games since that Bulls game we kind of covered already. But we're on a nice little four two stand right now in the last six. Yeah, I mean, since the last time we spoke, we played five games. We lost to the Clippers. We went on. We actually had a winning streak. We beat the Pistons and the Mavs. Then we lost to the Bulls. But then we last night we beat the Pacers, and that was an exciting game last night. Did you see um, Suggs put Cade in his pocket like a like a lighter? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Cade couldn't do nothing with Suggs. He was, it was embarrassing for Cade. I, I felt bad for him. Yeah, and I went to that that Clippers game, and that was. Not much you could say about that. When we started off good, like we usually do, but then usually in that third quarter, that's when the wheels fall off. I mean, we almost made a comeback at the end. Like in the fourth quarter, we would like make it look like we wanted to come back, but then it's the magic, so you know. They gave us another heartbreak, basically. <sighs> Unfortunately, that Mavs game was—I was on the edge of my seat for that Mavs game. Oh yeah, that was that was a great game, especially at the end. When they had what, like four shots, four threes that they took, every single one I thought was going in. <laughs> Me too, especially even the runner that I forgot who was his name. Finn was it Finn? Finney Smith? Oh, at the very end of the game. Yeah, when he got the rebound and put it up off of like one leg, I was like, "This is the Magic's fate to lose to to have a tie like this." <laughs> no, it was close. It was right at the buzzer. He got the rebound off of a missed three. What was his name? Oh, Reggie Bullock. Oh yeah, Reggie. That's who it was. Yeah, that, that scared me. I almost had a heart attack. But a couple plays before that, or was it the play before that, Wagner actually hit that tough runner in the lane that oh, yeah. gave us the lead. I love the way Franz has been playing. Franz is like, Franz is a beast. And if you haven't noticed, we haven't really been given, I mean, we've been given Cole the ball in clutch, but it seems like we've been given Wagner more time in clutch scenarios. I don't know if you noticed that. Well, Cole's still in that little slump that he's been in. How, at what point is it not a slump and that it's just... He just fell back down to earth, and this is who he is. Well, I mean, he played good for how many games? Good question, but he's played bad for how many as well? 
he was good for a lot more than the bad. So yeah, is the I, is the good a, a fluke or is the bad a fluke? So so does he come off the bench when Kel comes back? I think he should. So you would start Suggs. The way Suggs has been playing is just I don't know. I really like Suggs' game. He's I, been he's been finishing a lot better. I don't know if we spoke about that the last pod, but he's been finishing a lot better. His his handle is tighter. Yeah, um, I mean he he could always get to the rim, but he just couldn't finish. Or he got ripped right before he got to the rim. That's true too. He he'd get to the rim, but the ball didn't come with him. Exactly. He's, he's been a lot better since he's been back. But that's those are those are actually our three rising stars that we that was actually named this week. Oh, I'm really excited about that. It's, Cole should have been there last year, but I'm not gonna lie to you. I saw the outline of the new Rising Stars Challenge, and I'm still confused. So I'm not gonna act like I know how it's set up. You're not um, the only one. I'm not sure if they are gonna be on the same team because I don't even know if it's international versus U.S. or however it is. I think they the coaches pick. There's like a lottery, and there's four teams, right? Yeah, there's four teams, four coaches. They trying everything they can to make this All Star Weekend. <laughs> pop like it used to it just it don't hit like it used to but the the, the all-star game itself just isn't fun to watch anymore until i mean i do like the new the ending that they added so yeah before we get that far let me i'm gonna ask you something who so, plays the best out of that rising stars game out of our three Ooh. who plays the best who plays second best and who plays the worst so it's basically a pickup game so since it's a pickup game i'm gonna say cole plays the best Cole has the best, like, just the game that is best suited for that. And then I think second best, it'll probably be Suggs. Wow. I actually agree with you. And then third is Franz. Franz's game is not made for, like, pickup. He's too smart to play, like, regular, like how he was in the G, not in the G League, how he was in Summer League. Yeah, exactly. Like, that's what they said about him when everyone was freaking out. Like, oh, my God, Franz Wagner was a wasted draft pick. You could have gotten, who did they say? Um... Moody Moses. Moses Moody. 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 <laughs> Isn't that a Harry Potter character? <laughs> <laughs> they said we could have drafted Moses Moody over Franz, and they were making a big deal. And look now. No, I, no, it was Book Night, too. Book James Night. Book oh, there Knight. was a, a where plethora is, of Where has Book Night been? On the bench? <laughs> <laughs> no, but yeah, I, I actually agree with you. I think Cole is actually going to try to show out right before the slam dunk contest, so he could try to, try to hype himself up almost or hype the crowd up. That's true. I forgot. That's... that's Friday night, the slam dunk contest is Saturday. Exactly. What do you think Cole's odds are of winning? I don't know, man. Jalen has freaky bounce. The only thing is going to be is who's creative, right? Because we saw Levine and Gordon. It was basically Levine. I don't know if Levine jumped higher or he was just more fluid when he jumped. But Levine did the same dunk four times. Like four different times. (laughs) There was no creativity. And he won. So I'm hoping Cole could pull something out. I did see a couple highlights of him in the high school dunk contest. He looked he looked good, but it's nothing to win the dunk contest with. So I hope he pulls something out the bag. If Nate dunk, Nate, I'm sorry, Nate Robinson could win three dunk contests, then Cole has a shot. They felt bad for him though. <laughs> they gave him like 58 chances to make one dunk that one time. Then they had to change the rule. Yeah, he wasn't. I don't know, <laughs> but I mean, it's, it's a good. Obi is there again. Jalen Green, I do feel like is Cole's main competition. Once it's gone on Anderson, I'm not sure what he can do. I've only seen, I've seen him dunk on a couple people, but I I never took him for like the I see him as an in game dunker. Same. I don't know if I see him as like a a slam dunk contest dunker. Yeah, I mean from what I've I don't know if you guys follow Cole on Snapchat, 
he's always posting just it's ridiculous his dunks or if you watch terrence ross on instagram he'll post cole's dunks after practice yeah i remember i saw one cole did an insane dunk probably from the free throw line alley i think it was and rj could not do it at all he had like three chances and rj could not do it i do remember that and i thought rj had bounced like i thought rj had bounce bounce rj does don't try to take it away from him it's just cole has bounce that's why that's what that's why I don't know why he doesn't dunk more in game, but I guess it's because he's little. He's been trying though. That last game, I think it was yesterday, like he tried to night. put somebody in the rim. He, he did. <laughs> in the clutch, too. It was like I, I jumped got... up out the, uh, off my seat. I was, <laughs> he missed, but it was still nice. It was close, too. It almost turned into a layup. A little John Morant esque. In the clutch, kind of, too. Would have been nice. Did Morant ever do dunk contest? No, I think they want him to, but you know how superstars are. Like LeBron, you're going to LeBron it? LeBron, Westbrook, Derrick Rose. Yeah, they don't do it. They're scared. <laughs> so let's do a percentage. How much percentage are you giving Cole to win the dunk contest? Um, I'll say Cole has about a 40% chance to win. It's really, in my eyes, between him and Jalen Green. Unless, I mean, Obi does have some, have some nice dunks that I've seen him do like in practice and stuff. Or like that he posts on his Instagram. So we'll see. I don't remember how he did last dunk contest. Do you remember? I don't remember, but you know how it is with big guys. Like <laughs> He looked goofy, too. Yeah, so. it just doesn't look as good. But the thing is, he's like, is he not like an Aaron Gordon f- physique type? Yeah, but he's a little less athletic. So it's not going to be, he can't pull off the same things that Aaron Gordon did. You I think, don't think anyone can, actually. You think Cole hits up AG like, you got any ideas for me? I'm 100% sure he will. <laughs> <laughs> That's the best person to ask as far as creativity goes. Exactly. Exactly. I agree. Um, but yeah, I think Cole is has been in his slump. Mo Bamba has been in his... You call that a slump or he just is who he is at this point? Mo's, Mo is who he is. He's inconsistent. He, Like they said, his energy comes from the crowd. So yep. like when we're losing and there's no momentum coming for the team, Mo's not going to play good. But when we're winning and the crowd is just going crazy, Mo, that's when Mo plays his best. Yeah, which which isn't really that's not good in my opinion. But you know who plays hard every single time? Who? The other Mo. <laughs> <laughs> which brings us to our favorite segment, Mo versus Mo. Alright, so we did a little research for you guys. We're gonna do the last five games. Is that what we said we're gonna do? Yeah. Last five games, Mo versus Mo matchup. It's not really close. Um, but that's only because Wagner doesn't really get minutes like that. He's not a true big man, and he's not a true power forward, so he kind of fades to the fades to the back unless someone's really hurt. But go ahead, take it away, Devontae. Mo versus Mo. So Mo Bamba, in his last five games, averaged ten points, seven point six rebounds, which is decent. I mean, like we said, Mo is who he is. He does play a lot, so he should theoretically average more. But I'm not mad at those stats. Whereas the other Mo, the one, you know, Franz brother, he averaged seven points and 2.2 rebounds. But he was so much more efficient and in such less time. He averages three less points than Bamba and like 10 less minutes. But he brings that umph too to that the team always seems to need. Like he just brings that attitude, the, yeah, that, the that spunk. Crit, which is the opposite of Bamba. Bamba just, <laughs> you can tell when Bamba gives up and that happens early and often. Yeah, so what do, what do you take when you get someone who has Bamba's basically talent 
and Wagner's IQ, basically, or willingness to win. What, what player does that give you? Franz. <laughs> <laughs> Franz is everybody, to be honest. Franz is different, but I was talking about Wendell. <laughs> oh, yeah, Wendell, too, but they're cut from the same cloth, Wendell and Franz. They both know where to be at all times. IQ. They don't try to do too much. IQ. They both, <laughs> they're both just great players that you want on your team. You think Bamba's setback is his IQ or his motor or both? It's it's both. He he doesn't seem like he's dedicated or committed to uh, to the game, and that's just something that you've heard about him his whole career. <laughs> Did you see the tweet that? Well, I posted a tweet. I don't know if you saw it on our on our Twitter page, where it was like um, it was Admiral. They asked him who would be most likely to be late to a team plane. And he was thinking about it. And in my head, I was like, he's going to say Bamba. I know he's going to say Bamba. And he just got to the team last month, maybe? Like two weeks ago. I don't know. So so the fact that he knows that already and he's only been there in a limited amount of time, that just shows like Bamba is probably lazy as crap. <laughs> but that's something we've known. He doesn't have a good work ethic. At least it doesn't show that he has a good work ethic. Because, I mean, he has all the physical tools. Everything that you would want from a, a player, he has that. And athletic, too. Except for the drive. You can't teach that. And that, to me, is just him being lazy. But I don't want to harp on that. And <laughs> we get on Mo every every episode. <laughs> exactly. So, yeah. That'll be in our next segment when we do some trade, some trade discussions. <laughs> yeah, let's... Let's go deeper into last night's game, though, because it was a really good game. All right. Gary yeah. Harris. Gary, Gary Harris Harris. Put some respect <laughs> on his nickname. That was probably his best game of the season for the Magic in 32 minutes. That's his hometown, though, right? Indiana? Yeah, that is his home. He's from Indiana. Which... All of our players play better well, when they're in their hometown. I, I guess I would, too. Like, Yeah, you have all your fan- friends and family there. You want to show out. Yeah, I mean, but he has been playing better as of late. Like, he's been playing really good. Yeah, he's become a lot more consistent, which is all we wanted from him. That's all you want from anybody. And he kind of fits our timeline. I'm not going to lie. I'm going to... We talked about him getting traded last time, but he does fit our timeline. He's only 26, 27 years old. Um, That's a good question. Gary is 27. See? He'll be 28 this year, which means he's at the beginning of his prime. So who do you keep, T. Ross or Gary Harris? I guess Gary Harris, we don't know if he'll sign with us. That's the biggest the biggest issue. Yeah, my, my only concern is right now Gary Harris is a valuable trade asset. If we keep him, he loses that value. And he has a, a big contract, which could, which could net us a decent player. Or That someone wants to dump. Good pick. Or a good pick. You know, rebuilding teams love picks. <laughs> I don't love picks. I, hate, I personally hate the whole rebuild like the process. But you have to, though. Not hate it. You have to go through that process. like. But not for 10 years. That's because <laughs> Rob was a, a dunce. I, I just think, just play. Play your players. If you win, you win. If you lose, you lose. The lottery's not guaranteed. I, don't, I mean, I guess we are tanking with Kel and Isaac, right? Like, they're, yeah. Kel looks like he's healthy. There's no way Markel's not ready to play. There's no way Jonathan Isaac, who's been out for a year and a half, I've never heard of anyone tearing their ACL and taking this long to come back. <laughs> Joe Burrow. Yeah, I was just about to say. <laughs> he tore his ACL six months after Isaac. Isaac, and he just he's led his team to the Super Bowl. So I don't want to hear any excuses about Jonathan Isaac not being <laughs> ready to play. No, nah, I'm sure he's ready. 
He, he, he has, has to, to be. be, unless he doesn't have a knee anymore or something. I don't. I don't know. Or his glass. His bones are really glass. I have no idea. <laughs> Jonathan Glass. That, that is a thing. The glass bone syndrome. But yeah. But yeah. Let's like we were saying. Let's go over that game against the Pacers. Oh yeah. So Gary Harris six threes, which honestly that's what won us the game. Mm-hmm. He single handedly kept us in it. That you mean like what T Ross usually does? Uh, the torch can't be lit every night, you know. He only shot two shots though. Like who's how many how much is his fault versus us not getting him the ball? I guess they zone in on him though too. They do. Like there were times he'd catch the ball and they were doubling because they know that's what we expect from Terrence Ross. Just as soon as he comes off that screen, catches the ball and it's going up. He was basically our only offense for the bench unit, like when when we were hurt. So now that we have a sufficient decent bench unit, we actually look a lot better. Well, depth is important in the NBA, and that yeah. was we were a young team, but we have good young players. Yeah, so we have young depth, and I'm I'm not gonna I'm not trying to harp on the young guys, but RJ's been out, and we've been looking better. I can't argue with that. It's, <laughs> it's a fact. Since since RJ's been down, I do feel like his minutes going elsewhere has been beneficial for us. No, I agree. Definitely, like Suggs getting more minutes, Gary Harris getting more minutes. I guess. Yeah, Cole played thirty six minutes last night. That's dang. Suggs played thirty three. But look at his field goal, two for fifteen. Uh, we already talked about that slump. <laughs> <laughs> we two for fifteen. Cole's ears are probably ringing right now. Right? <laughs> no, Greg's ears are ringing right now. <laughs> <laughs> but he does get. Really close to like triple doubles almost. So like he gets eight. He has eight assists last night. Six rebounds. How much points did he have? Fifteen points. He gets his points. Nine of ten from the free throw. So he's been getting to the free throw line. Most of those were at the end of the game when they had to foul. But still, that's the good thing about Cole is he'll do other things. Like his shots not falling, so he's gonna do other things. He'll make sure he's still productive all around. Yeah, exactly. So who are you giving game ball to last night? Ooh, that's tough. Gary Harris did step up, and it was his hometown, but Wendell, man. 19, Solid. 19 points, 18 rebounds, 7 for 13 from the field, 5 for 5 from free throw. That's like, insane. Almost a 20-20. He played great. He had three turnovers, but he's a big man. And Indiana didn't have any big men Yeah, so all, he was feasting. But he did what he was supposed to do. So I, I don't, it's between those two, but I, I'll I'll give it to Gary. Giving it to Gary? Gary, Gary Harris, Harris. <laughs> yes, I'm gonna give it to Gary. He did have 22, five rebounds. Eh, he just scored a lot, really. Six for 15. Six threes, though. Those six threes, that was the difference. And I'm gonna keep mentioning it, but Okiki's defense. Oh, it's it's being noticed. Okiki is Okiki is the man. What like? I don't know Big what Chuma switched baby. in him, but Big Chum, baby. I don't know what switched in him, but he's been playing. His hands seem faster. He seems quicker. Like it, That's the Okiki. He seems like he's playing better now than he did last year. I mean, he's in shape. He's, he, yeah. he came off of injury, and everyone's like, what's wrong with Okiki? But it takes time to get into game shape. You can practice all you want, but you're not going to be ready for the games. Exactly. But yeah, we came out with the dub. Went on our... What did we do on our homestand? 3-2? Yeah, we did 3-2 at home, which is, is really good for us. And then 4-2 in the last Overall six? Overall in the last six, yeah. Now, I don't want to mention these games coming up. 
But we got a couple big games coming up. Yeah. I think most of them are going to be, how do you call them, L's is what the kids <laughs> say these days. But we got, let me see, pulling it up right now. Um, we have Memphis on Saturday, which is at Memphis. Oh, no, I'm sorry. That's home. That's going to be fun. Cole versus Ja. Cole versus Ja. Suggs versus Ja. <laughs> Wendell versus Ja. It's going to be the whole team versus Yo, Ja. Yo, is, is Ja going to hit a... Is Ja going to dunk on somebody? Oh. He's going to try. He's going to try to hit Bamba. <laughs> <laughs> I could see him dunking on Bamba. You guys, mark my words. I could see him trying to dunk on Bamba. Hopefully he doesn't get it, but I... Ja is something else. Yeah, Ja, ja is different. But okay, so we have Memphis. I'm calling. I I'm gonna be honest. We did our last. Um, how do you call them? Prediction. Yeah, we did our last predictions. I went perfect. You did. I went perfect. So I'm gonna I'm gonna keep my my score on a roll. Let me see. I say we're gonna lose to Memphis. This is tough. We're gonna lose three in a row. <laughs> <laughs> um. No. Let me see. Okay, we're gonna lose to Memphis. I think the Boston game is actually going to be close. I say we edge out Boston. I don't know. I say I we lose to Memphis, remember. edge out Boston, lose to Portland. And yeah, well, yeah. I don't know if you remember what Jalen Brown did to us last time. What did he do to S- us? Similar to what Joel Embiid did to us. What did he do? He dropped a 50-piece on us. A 50-piece? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Jalen Brown. But was Suggs, Suggs was playing at that point? Uh, no, I think Suggs was still out. You think so? Pretty sure. Okay. Yeah, let me see. We're pulling up the box score from that game. Let's see. And Gary Harris is supposed to be a decent defender. No, how you let him drop 50 on him? He played oh, 43 had... minutes, too. Ooh. Jeez, Gary Harris that game. Probably matched him minute for minute. Let's see. Yeah, Jalen Brown played 46 minutes, 50 points. What did Suggs play? 11 rebounds. No, Suggs was out. Gary started for him. Oh, Tim Frazier's. Oh, we didn't even have Cole. <laughs> <laughs> see? And that was a close game. It was one until Five point game. We didn't have Cole or Suggs. So I think we're going to I think we're going to, and it's at home. I think we're going to eat this one out. But they didn't have Jason Tatum. And he just was named an all-star. Reserve. It was. Don't worry, we'll have Isaac back. Um, <laughs> that was a good one, Josh. This, is, this isn't the joke podcast. This <laughs> That's the Snoop Jeff. <laughs> but yeah, I think, what do you think we'll go? I think we'll go one and two. I don't think Dame is playing when we get to Portland. So you think we beat Portland, lose to Memphis and Boston? Yeah, that's sounds about right. And that's right before the trade deadline? Yes. Our last game before the trade deadline is Tuesday against Portland at Portland. Yeah. So let's let's actually get into it. That trade deadline. I'm gonna this is gonna be welcome to um Josh's corner. We're actually gonna play a game. Welcome to Josh's corner. <laughs> We're gonna play a game. I'm gonna be GM of the Magic. Thank you guys for tweeting at us all your trade proposals. I'm gonna go over those right now. I'm gonna act like each trade proposal is coming from me. I'm going to be both Jeff and John. I'm going to talk like them, too, because I feel like this is... No, that's not how they talk. <laughs> well, Ham. <laughs> yeah, well, Ham. All right, so 
I'm going to ring the phone. I'll tell you who you are, okay? You are the Lakers. Right. So you are, what is his name? Rob, Rob Palenka. Rob Palenka. Ring, ring, ring. Who is this? Orlando. <laughs> what are they calling him for? <laughs> ring, ring, ring. Hey, LeBron. LeBron, Orlando's calling. <laughs> should, should I answer? <laughs> all, right, all right, all right. Hello? Yo, Rob. Hey, what's up, John? This is Jeff. Oh, hey, hey Jeff. <laughs> So I got a preposition for you. Lay it on me. All right. So you know, we just we just drafted this versatile, versatile seven footer, longest wingspan in the draft at that point. You know, he blocks shots, he gets rebounds, he runs the floor, and we have the human torch. Human torch. He he hits threes. You know, LeBron needs to kick it to somebody. I'm gonna I'm offering you Mo Bamba and Terrence Ross for Taylor Horton Tucker and a first round pick. <laughs> you think they value Horton Tucker and first for that? The Lakers love, like they've talked about him so much to boost his trade value. Someone's gonna give them something. Yeah, but shout out to Fantasy Expert. That was Fantasy Expert at Fantasy Experts trade proposal. So that one's getting xed by Lakers. Yeah, the Lakers just they just value Taylor Horton Tucker so much. And then the first pick, which they don't have a lot of, but they gave so many away to New Orleans and to Washington. So they'll keep that? It's just a lot for them to give up for... Honestly, Ross hasn't been Ross this year. And then Moe's going to be a free agent this summer. Who? Oh, he is. Well, restricted. So what are they really getting in that? That's a good point. That's a good point. Okay, so Rob Palenka clicks on on Waltham. All right. Next, you are... The Pacers, the team that we just beat. So you are, I don't even know who's the GM. I have no idea who their GM is. All right. Ring, ring, ring. I'll be Rick Carlisle. (laughs) Ring, ring, ring. Hello? Hey, Rick. What's up? Hey, how's it going? I'm doing well. You know, I have your your coach, your assistant head coach from the Dallas on my team now. So he told me to give you guys a call. He said, put in a good word for you. He he put in a good word for you. So let's, let's, let's talk a little bit. So I'm willing to offer you RJ Hampton. He's hurt right now, but, you know, give him some time. He's young. He heals fast. Yeah, he's a young, good athlete. Chuma. Who? Chuma. I'm sorry. Okiki. Are, are you choking? No, Chuma Okiki. He, Do you need he's help? A, he's you, the one that Chuma. had like 15 steals last night against your team. Oh, Chuma. Uh, I know who you're talking about. Cole Anthony. All right, I can't even go through this trade proposal right now. <laughs> That's a lot. Who are we trading for? And Ross. For Levert. Wow. <laughs> so RJ, Chuma, Cole, Rost, and a first round pick. Uh, call call who do we have to call? Adam Silver? Let's let's make it happen. <laughs> who are you, Indiana right now? I'm Indiana. Let's I'm ready. <laughs> Alright, so I'm gonna give him I'm gonna shoot him some bail. I'll give him I'll I'll tell you his response because they did kind of press him in the comments like, are you serious? Is this sarcasm? Um but he's saying RJ doesn't have a high value, which I agree with. Not right now, at least, with all the layups he's missed. <laughs> Okiki has better value, and maybe you can take out Ross. But with Cole, but Cole with a first for a player like Levert, who's a proven player and entering his prime, it was just a thought that could work. But you don't want to give up on someone so young either. Cole. Cole or RJ. Or a first. Yeah, exactly. 
That's wait, our first this year. Yeah, I guess, I guess. it wasn't very first. detailed. Yeah, if I'm Indiana, of course Indiana's saying yes to that, but for Orlando, that's terrible. Okay, so you would say no to that. Definitely. Okay, I kind of I like this one coming up. All right, so so for this one, you are going to be. Is it Vladi Divac? Is he the GM for the Kings? No, Vladi's been gone. Oh, who is it? I have no idea. <laughs> All right, forget it. I'm just the Kings. So yeah, you're the Kings. Ring, ring, ring. Hello, hello. Yes, hey, this, this is Sacramento. <laughs> we're, we're open for business. <laughs> hey, this is uh, this is Jeff from the Orlando Magic. Oh, hey Jeff, how's it going? Doing well. How are you doing? Oh, I'm great. All right. Did you get rid of Darren Fox yet? No, we still have him. Actually, he's um. He's actually a buy one get one free. If you <laughs> trade for De'Aaron, you also get Harrison Barnes. <laughs> oh no, we're not we're not interested in either of those. We have enough guards and we have enough forwards. So this is what I'm this is what I'm going to propose to you today. Um, I'm, I want to I want to offer you Mo Bamba. How do you feel about the young man Mo Bamba? I'm listening. So you know Mo Bamba, seven footer, long wingspan, blah blah blah, block shots, runs the floor. I want to I want to get. I really like his song. His song is really good. Yeah, his song is decent. Not better than Okiki. But anyways, so I want to take this guy Bagley off your hands. I know he's been giving you some problems. His dad gives you problems. They ripped the whole team for not taking Luca or Trey. So what do you think? Bamba for Bagley straight up. Shout out to Carlos, Charlie Batiste. So you're telling me you want Marvin Bagley. For Mo Bamba. MB for MB, baby. We're talking about the player, right? Not the song. Correct. Marvin Bagley for Mo Bamba. Straight up. Mm-hmm. All right, you got a deal. Really? We taking that one? I'll, I would do Wait, that. let me let me think for Okay, you okay, you act like you're calling for you want to offer me Marvin Bagley for Mo Bamba? Yep. All right, let me think about it. So I have Wendell already. J.I. is soon to come back. So that's our four and our five right now. Do I think Bagley will be better than J.I.? Is basically what I'm asking myself. I'm not sure if you've noticed, but this J.I. you have hasn't played in I'm not sure how long. But Marvin played. Well, Marvin's healthy. <laughs> if you want to play him, he'll play. I, I think I'll take you up on that deal. All right, we got a deal. Call Adam. All right, so that was easy. Shout out to Carlos. You have a winning trade so far. You have a winning trade so far. All right, this next one. This could be our last one. You are the goat, the best GM, Daryl Morey. Oh shoot! All right. <laughs> Ring, ring, ring. Ring, 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 ring. Hello? Hey, Daryl, this is Jeff. Oh, what's up, Jeff? How's it going? Nothing much, nothing much. I know you're probably busy. Phone's ringing off the hook. Hey, I just finished eating some Chinese food. Oh, oh, okay. Well, um, wanted to wanted to call you about some... <laughs> I wanted to call you about a trade proposal. What's up? So I wanted, I wanted to offer you Jonathan Isaac... All right, he's a pretty good analytics guy. Gary Harris. Okay. <laughs> Chicago, you know, as you know, we we had the deal of the the deal of the decade with the Vooch trade. So I want to offer you Chicago's twenty third pick. 
first round, might I add. And Denver's 25th first, 2025th first round pick. You're not trying to get Joel, are you? No, 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 no. Someone that doesn't play. Just just making sure. No, no, no. Someone that's not vaxxed. I want Ben Simmons. Hmm. Jonathan Isaac, shot blocker. Defense, probably all team defense one day. Gary Harris, he'll be off your books at the end of the season, which I know you like because you probably want to get a free agent in there somehow, knowing you. Chicago's 23, and it keeps you flexible for the draft. Chicago's 2023 first round, and Denver's 2025th first round. So for Ben Simmons, someone that doesn't even play for you right now. So basically, you want to trade me. You're trading for a guy who doesn't play with a guy who doesn't play. He's coming back. He's coming back. Trust me. I'm, I'm just keeping him out to get the number one pick. You got you to gotta think about it more. You should know this better than anyone. Sure about that? Positive. That's that's a that's an intriguing offer. All right, so let's let's pause right now. Let's actually let's delve into this one. This one's actually this is interesting. It is. It's... Gary Harris is leaving, most likely. Yeah, he's not coming back. He's going to a contender, most likely. Jonathan Isaac is. Will Jonathan Isaac ever be as good as Simmons is? Simmons is because Simmons is an all team all he, NBA team defender as well. He's also not coming back. Yeah. <laughs> Is he? Could J.I. ever get to the Jonathan Simmons level? You mean Ben Simmons? Yes. He doesn't want to be Jonathan Simmons level. <laughs> yeah, he's out the league. Ben Simmons level, I'm sorry. I mean, he was close before he got injured. He was easily on track to make an all-defenses team. He just doesn't have the court vision, maybe the athleticism, the playmaking. Defenses there, he shoots better than Ben Simmons, that's for sure. So it really just comes down to what do you think those picks are going to be worth? The Chicago 2023 pick, 2023 first round pick, and the Denver 2025th first round pick. Because both of those teams are playoff, very high playoff seeds right now. They'll be out of the lottery. Denver, Jokic is so young. Murray's just hurt this year. That's why they're not doing as well as they were. And Murray's young as well. So Denver is definitely not going to be in the lottery. Chicago next year is not in the lottery. So they're going to be... Mid-20 picks, probably. Okay, so so imagine this, okay? Fultz? Ah, Fultz and Simmons again. I don't know, man. Yeah, it didn't work before. I don't know. But I, is it worth giving up, giving away? I mean, is it worth keeping Fultz? Just not keeping them, but is Simmons that great of a player that we would just basically say forget so Fultz? Because I don't know if Fultz and Simmons can coexist on the same playing court. Honestly, Philly says no. They want someone who can help them now. Daryl Morey wants like 18 first-round picks, so Philly definitely says no. But they also want a player who can help now, and Bede's in his prime. Exactly, that's true They don't true want too. someone 10 years late from now who can help. They want someone who can help today from day one. Yeah, that's and true. with Isaac's injury history, he's not taking that risk. Gary Harris is a flight risk to leave. And those picks, they're not going to be anything until one next year and then another two years from then. No, that's a good point. So, yeah, Daryl Morey, I think, says no. What do you think? I think the the main question is, does Orlando say no? I don't think we make that offer. What if they make that offer? I guess is what I'm saying. Orlando still says no. No? Ben Simmons is just... He doesn't fit with what we have right now. Not even that. If he's doing this in Philly, what's to say he wouldn't do it here? 
You mean like being a brat? Yeah, you know Orlando is all about high character guys. Culture, yeah. It's, Simmons has never been that. Facts. No, yeah, I think I agree with you. Yeah, talking it out helps a little bit because I probably would have said, let's do it in like five minutes. But talking it out, yeah. That's what friends are for. Exactly. So with J.I. out, that gives us room, to, I guess, to if we were to get... No, nah, because now nah, we're going to need J.I. We just I was signed say, him to a new contract, so yeah, I was gonna we say, have him for a couple years. I was going to say, who should we draft with that pick, with this new pick coming up? But that's going to be for a later time. I'm going to have to do some research. Watch a couple college games. We could do a whole pod dedicated to to the draft. Who who we think the Magic should draft? Exactly. Maybe we'll do. Maybe we'll do it at a, a certain place. Maybe not Harry Buffalo's. Maybe we'll be <laughs> rivals to Harry Buffalo. <laughs> we'll go to what's another place over there? I don't know. Everything's closing. I used to love Pepe's Cantina. But now they're closed. Yeah, we could just get Swayze and talk about the Magic. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a deal. <laughs> All right. Well, that was my last trade for you. Um, we're probably going to do an actual trade deadline podcast after the trade deadline. So we'll go over if we made any deals or if any other NBA teams made any deals. So stay tuned for that. Um, we do appreciate you guys listening. Devontae, you got any notes? Any Anything to talk about? No, just keep looking out for that tweet. We're going to do the giveaway soon. Thank you guys again for all of the follows on Twitter. We're almost at 300. And it's only been less, it's been less than a month. So 300 followers is, is a big deal for us. And thank you for all the listens. Of course, that's most important. Yes. Thank you. Thank you so much. And we'll probably, we'll see you guys later. We'll talk to you guys later. Uh, you guys have a great rest of your week. Hopefully the magic win. Hashtag magic together. And thank you for listening to Not Another Magic Pod. With your hosts, Josh and Devante. Deuces. Peace.